Hi, this is Bernie Dake. You're listening to the Salvation Army's Words of Life. Welcome back to Words of Life. Last week, we heard part one of our interview with first-time parents, Captains Andre and Deborah Pereira. And this week, we'll hear part two of their conversation. If you've missed any of these interviews, this series began on October 22nd. So visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org to get caught up. Being from Portugal, we have the privilege of knowing two languages and of having two different cultures. As an officer's child, my parents were stationed in several countries, actually. One of them was England, where I lived there with them for six years. And I remember that we always celebrated all of the holidays that Portugal celebrates. They made sure that we would speak Portuguese at home. And of course, if we had company, always, always in English, so they would understand and be able to communicate with us. Um, And so that never left me. We value culture and language very much. We have definitely uh, been teaching her Portuguese. We want her to know uh, Portuguese and to be able to communicate with our family. Some of our family members don't speak English or other languages, um, and some do speak English. Uh, And so we've asked when they speak to, to her, when they FaceTime with her to speak Portuguese. And it's really neat because she has an American accent. <laughs> she doesn't have a Portuguese accent like we do, but hopefully that will, that will improve. Uh, but it's really cute and funny. Yeah, and we think of it so, so often on, you know, kids learn languages so quickly, you know, and I learned to speak English when I moved to the U.S. and that was so hard, you know. <laughs> and, and so I always think of it as, you know, man, if she can learn two languages from the get-go, you know, she's set up in ways that she won't even understand later on in life, just the, mm-hmm. the perk that that really is, you know. And so, uh, and it's funny because she's the proudest American you'll ever know. You know, yep. she loves her flag. Every time she sees it, she says, it's my flag. And and, and it, it is really funny that she, I mean, she will always consider herself American and, and that's fine. We and she is. That. And and But but it is also interesting to see how she's, you know, just learned the culture and how she likes the food. And we, we try to expose her to the food. And when we go to Portugal, I mean, she loves uh, to do all of that. And so... It's really interesting that to see her like learn two languages and you can tell that she understands Portuguese, but sometimes, you know, you'll talk to her in Portuguese, she'll she'll respond in English and, you know, it's a really cool thing to see. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think ever, ever since we've been together, we've always felt, you know, this 
desire to be become parents. And as my wife mentioned earlier, it took us a, a little bit. Uh, you know, we got married in 2012, we entered training 2013, and our plans were, you know, as soon as we're getting to the end of training to, you know, just embark in that new adventure and and somehow it wasn't working you know and uh and after a long time you know we finally got pregnant and that was exciting and then um a few months into it we lost that baby uh and and, and to us that that was probably the most traumatic thing we've experienced as a couple you know and and it, it was just not expected, and and especially after so much waiting, um, you know. And, and at that point, for us, we started wondering if we would ever become parents, you know. And, and again, we were not that young anymore, and and we felt maybe it's not for us, and and so, and, and it felt like you know we, we were trying so hard, so hard, so hard that we were really draining both of our of us emotionally uh, physically uh mentally and, and we both got to a point that we said you know what we're just gonna stop trying we're just gonna just let it happen you know if 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 god means this for us you know of course we're gonna do our part of course we're gonna seek medical advice as, as much as we can but we are gonna stop just in this forensic uh idea of just trying to become parents and we said you know we're just gonna pray to god and i remember that we both prayed that prayer and we said god you know the desires of our hearts but if this never happens we still trust you we still love you it turned out that as we said that prayer as we as we gave it to god and we said god we'll trust you with whatever the outcome is you know, it turns out two, about two years after we had lost the baby, Kelsey was born. Uh, and and to us, it, it really taught us that that season of waiting that none of us like to do, uh, much less when it's something you desire so much. Uh, it really taught us to depend on God. It really taught us to really trust each other and really support each other through the process because it's not an easy process. It's uh, some of the darkest days of just wondering, wishing. And I think the biggest lesson we took from that season is, you know, trust God, that God has a plan somehow. And sometimes it's not the same timeline as ours. And sometimes it's not even the same plan that we have. But it turns out that God's plan was better than we could have imagined. And somehow all the details that we were worried about worked themselves out and and we're thankful that God uh, brought us through all of that. Uh, some of you may be familiar with the Even If song. I know you're able and I know you can. Um, through the fire with your mighty hand. But even if you don't, my hope is in you alone. And I remember listening to that song and thinking, wow, yeah, maybe that's what I should be doing all along. Maybe, you know, I need to stop planning and thinking, okay, what is plan A? What is plan B? What is plan C and D and E? You know, maybe that's what I need to do. I need to stop and surrender and just say, Lord, your will be done. And that's what I hope and wish for. And uh, you know the desires of my heart. You know the desires of our hearts. 
And you know that we have a deep desire to be parents, to have that experience of pregnancy and birth and, you know, parenthood. Um, but you know, my hope is in you alone and you are Lord over my life, over our life. And so even if you don't, that's not going to change our relationship. That's not going to change your status. You're still Lord and King. And so I feel that I needed to get to that point, really. I needed to do that. I needed to go through that journey. And God knows us so well, doesn't he? <laughs> he knows what we need. And so I, I value that very much, although the journey was not easy, you know, of experiencing a loss of a baby. Um, I had never experienced anxiety in my life. And after that, you know, a week or two later, I started to feel anxiety. And, you know, with God's help and a counselor, I was able to overcome that and be healthy again. And so, um, and now experiencing all of that and experiencing Kelsey's birth, you know, and, and the joys that she brings and the challenges that she brings us as well, you know, it's allowed us to grow in our faith for sure. And it's been a pure joy, pure joy, I think. Yeah, I think that's a challenge for any parents with younger kids, just because younger kids have the ability to take all of your time, all of your um, whatever energy you still have left at the end <laughs> of the day, you know. And, and I think we have found ourselves so many times that when Kelsey goes to bed, we go to bed because we're so tired. We just want to sleep. And, and we we have realized how how that has affected our marriage. And and I think one thing I think about so often, and I know she's so young, but I, I often think about it. And usually when I'm so tired that I just want to sleep, I remember that one day Kelsey is going to have a boy, you know, coming to show her attention. And I want to make sure that she sees the correct level uh, of attention, the, the the right kind of attention that she sees a healthy relationship between our parents, because hopefully one day, whenever that time comes, hopefully won't be until she's 60 and I'm gone. Uh, but whenever that time comes, that she at least will know what's what's good and what what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. That reminds me how important it is that I continue to foster that relationship and I, I wish I could tell you honestly that I figured it out and we got it all together and it's it's not always easy. You know, you're so tired. And so for us, sometimes one thing we've done that works for us is we take Fridays off and we drop Kelsey at school and we go and have a date, right? And it's just the two of us and that gives us time to spend time just the two of us because we've realized that we didn't have that for so long. That's how we, we were able to work something out. That is one of um, the biggest fears, I think, when you become a parent is one day your child is going to live in this world without you and you're not here to protect them. Yeah. That's kind of hard to think. <laughs> Sorry. I think that's every parent's worry is what does your child take away from you? And I really hope for myself personally, I know that I can probably speak for both of us, is that 
one day Kelsey will look at us and she will remember us as the people that protected her, that provided for her, that allowed her a safe environment for her to become who she was meant to be. If one day Kelsey becomes who God created her to be, if she lives in that purpose, and if she looks back and says, hey, my parents really created that environment for me. They gave me the opportunities. They really guided me. They, they loved me through the mistakes. I feel like that's the legacy I want to leave as a parent. You gotta say it loud. You need to say it loud. <laughs> Beijinho, ciao, ciao. Beijinho, ciao, ciao. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'll see you later. What does daddy tell you to say? I don't know. <laughs> See you loud, see you loud. I see you when I get a... The Salvation Army's mission, doing the most good, means helping people with material and spiritual needs. You become a part of this mission every time you give to the Salvation Army. Visit SalvationArmyUSA.org to offer your support. And we'd love to hear from you. Call 1-800-229-9965 or visit SalvationArmyRadio.org to connect. Tell us how we can help. Share prayer requests or your testimony. With your permission, we would love to use your story on the show. You can also subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmyRadio.org to learn about more programs produced by the Salvation Army. And if you don't have a church home, we invite you to visit your local Salvation Army Worship Center. They'll be glad to see you. Join us next time for the Salvation Army's Words of Life.